Making Menuhin is made possible by a generous contribution from the Linhart Foundation. Kayla Wakau grew up in a musical household, listening to the velvety sounds of her dad practicing the oboe. I would also pretend that I was playing the oboe because I wanted to play music like him. <laughs> Kayla's father, Keske, has performed with the Boston Symphony Orchestra for 30 years, and before that with the New Japan Philharmonic and Tokyo Symphony Orchestra. By watching my dad play, I learned that whenever you play music, play with all your heart. That's the biggest thing I've learned from my dad. Her mom, Mie, plays the piano, and the household is rarely without music. One memorable time, they played selections from Beauty and the Beast. It was just so much fun to be able to communicate through music with my whole family and play music with them. And I feel like it was a really special bond. So that was very special to me. Sometimes, says Kayla, there is a bit of competition when they play. But it's mostly the music that we think most about and how we can make music really sing. This is Making Menuhin, the inside stories of the world's best young violinists. The performance at That's Park was probably by far the biggest audience I've ever played for. When you're playing music, you're always building phrases and you're sculpting. Touching the violin and playing the violin makes me happy, and I can't imagine a life without violin. <laughs> Every two years, the Menuhin competition takes place in a different city around the world. The competition was originally scheduled to take place in Richmond, Virginia in 2020, but it was postponed to next year due to the coronavirus pandemic. Ahead of that, we're making this podcast to introduce you to some of these talented young violinists competing in what's known as the Olympics of the Violin, a musical, cultural, and educational exchange founded by Yehudi Menuhin. I'm your host, Sarah Schilling. On today's episode, we hear from Kayla Wakau. Kayla gave her first solo performance at the age of nine with the Metro West Symphony Orchestra. Since then, she's played in numerous recitals and competitions in the U.S., Europe, and Japan. She was also the youngest participant in the Perlman Music Program in 2018 and 2019. My name is Kayla Wakau. I'm 14 years old, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I currently live in Chestnut Hill. I like how it's not too loud. It's a really peaceful place, and yeah, this is my home. <laughs> I first started playing the violin when I was three years old. I would always go to many concerts and see musicians playing um, different instruments, and when I saw the violin, I immediately wanted to play that instrument. When I got my first real violin, I remember I thought it was so big. But when I think about it, it was really, really tiny. And I just loved making music out of this tiny violin. I usually laugh at the recordings I have of me playing when I was younger because I would have this really serious expression on my face whenever I played music. 
I remember just being excited for every studio class because I always wanted to share music with other people. When I played as soloist with an orchestra, I think that was when I decided that I wanted to pursue my life with music. I practice about four to five hours and um, on school days and five to six on Saturdays and Sundays. My first big competition was in Germany when I was 10 years old. And I, I was really nervous for that competition. And I had done many other competitions before that. But this one just was different because it was international. And there were so many amazing, talented musicians competing. I almost panicked <laughs> when I was 10. When you're performing, I feel like it's really too late to think about um, your technique. So I think mostly about my music and, yeah, just my music and sound. violinists develop their sound? For Kayla, her teachers opened her eyes to what you could achieve with tone, how you could use it to bend and shape emotion. But she also found another guiding star, something that would make her performances sing. I always feel like the violin is almost like a replica of the human voice and I really like singing so I thought that I could bring that into a violin. I'm playing the Telemann Fantasy Number no. 9, and this is a piece that I really, really love um, because ever since I was young, I always wanted to play this piece, and now that I get to play it, it is, I'm just really excited about it. And I love the various colors and emotions it has, and it's really entertaining. <laughs> My violin is a French violin and it was made in the 1900s, so it's about 100 years old and I really love it. When I was looking for a full-size violin, we went to many shops, shops in Boston, shops in New York, to look for a good full-size violin that I could work with for a very long time. and. When I saw this violin for the first time and played a few notes on it, I immediately liked how 
the violin produced a really deep sound. When I first played a couple notes on it, I knew that I really wanted this violin. My violin, it has a really dark tone, so it's really beneficial when I play really dark pieces. And I really, I feel like this violin ha can make a lot of contrast and ha have different um, emotions. My bow is, isn't old like my violin. It's a contemporary bow and it makes a good sound on my violin and it's really easy to do different like staccato and legato differences. Countless hours of practice and inspiring teachers helped Kayla flourish on the violin and in performances around the world, but she also discovered what an important role her music would play as the family dealt with a health crisis that made everyone question the future. My parents didn't tell me right away that my dad had cancer and so I didn't really know what was going on because after school I would go to friends houses when my parents were actually at the hospital and then finally one night they told me and at first I couldn't really take in I couldn't take in what my mom told me at first and yeah I was just I was in shock When he was facing cancer, he really never gave up and kept on persisting to get better. And that was really inspiring to me because when I saw my dad um, persisting on something, he wanted to get better. I also took that in my music and I tried to go to my best level of music. My dad really loves music, so I would play my violin for him. After like surgery or like after coming back from the hospital, when my dad was in bed, I would pick up my violin and play some music for him there. <laughs> I just played the pieces that I was working on. I mean, there wasn't really a specific piece I chose to play for him, just pieces that I'd been working on and wanted to share with, with him. I guess everything was really emotional because this was a really hard time for my dad and I and my whole family. 
and I feel like music really helped us cope through it, through this experience. So I feel like my music was more deep in a way and passionate. From this experience, I learned to never give up hope, and there were always times when I lost hope, but I feel like that was where music took place, in my opinion, and always believe, I think. I think those were lessons that I learned from this hard experience. is a 14-year-old junior competitor in the Menuhin competition. On today's show, she performed Georg Philip Telemann's Fantasia for solo violin in B minor. Watch video of Kayla and learn more about her work at vpm.org violin. Making Menuhin is a production of VPM. Thanks to the Linhart Foundation for its financial support. Kevin O'Connell recorded Kayla's interview and performance in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. Today's episode was produced by Ian Stewart and edited by managing producer Peter Solomon and our executive producer, Catherine Comp. Our theme music is from Telemann's Fantasia No. 10 for solo violin in D major, performed by Kaylee Kim. Wes Swing performed and recorded additional music for Making Menuhin. Our digital and support team includes Angela Massino, Ashley Branch, Louise Keaton, Benet Mosby, Gavin Wright, and Marshall Lloyd. Steve Humble is VPM's chief content officer. Support this show by going to vpm.org donate. Find more Making Menuhin episodes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It helps spread the word about the show. I'm Sarah Schilling. Until next time, keep practicing. VPM.